Albert Einstein, Richard Branson, Bill Gates, John F. Kennedy, Tony Robbins, Michael Phelps, Will Smith. That sounds like a list of highly successful titans in a variety of industries. What else do they have in common? Well, they all have ADHD, but you don't hear much about that, do you? You know what you hear even less about? The successful women navigating ADHD. And that's exactly why I started this podcast, ADHD for Smartass Women. I'm your host, Tracy Otsuka. I'm an attorney, not a doctor, a lifelong student, not a coach. I'm also the creator of Cortography, a patent-pending system that helps people like you figure out what they should do with their life. And we're here today to talk ADHD, your superpowers, your symptoms, your workarounds, and how you proudly stand out instead of trying to fit in. I credit my ADHD for some of my greatest superpowers. And you know what? I spy a happier life for you, too. So without further ado, a shiny new episode is starting now. Hello, I am Tracy Otsuka, and I wanted to welcome you to episode 47 of ADHD for Smartass Women. Since tomorrow is Thanksgiving, I thought the topic of ADHD and gratitude was especially timely. You know, gratitude is important for every single human, but for those of us with ADHD, it's even more important. Why? Because processing emotions actually starts in the brain. Even more important, we can't get anything done without positive emotion with our ADHD brains, right? Because positive emotions spikes our dopamine, which drives our memory, our behavior, our focus, and our motivation. Emotions actually motivate action. So if we're in positive emotion, we get stuff done. We're happier and we're more motivated. So how can we do that? We can start with gratitude every damn morning. Again, if you wake up in the morning and you start with being grateful, if you start with gratitude, that sets the direction for your entire day. You're spiking your own dopamine and that just feels good. So you want to do more to feel even better. It's why checklists are so satisfying. You know how you can check off those first few things on your checklist and that motivates you to check off even more and to do even more work? It's also why a good round of exercise or meditation, it helps us to tackle all of the other things we need to do to move our lives forward. So how does practicing gratitude actually help our ADHD symptoms? Gratitude actually improves sleep. Sleep improves executive functions, for example, our focus, our planning, our decision-making, and of course, regulating emotions. It's all a big cycle. If your focus, planning, and decision-making is better, guess what? So is your mood. You have less anxiety and you're just plain happier. When you're happier, you're more grateful. So it's all just one big circle. When you feel grateful, There's just more dopamine flowing in your brain. That means you feel less depressed, as I said, and less anxious. When there's more dopamine, there's more focus. 
That means you can actually pay attention to what you want to pay attention to, what's important to you, and exclude those things that you really don't want to pay attention to, like, oh, I don't know, impulsive shopping or eating crap or Instagram. (laughs) And on top of all that, you're more motivated to do something about moving forward what's important to you in your life, whether that's school, your family, or just keeping your home better organized. And as I alluded to at the beginning, and I, yeah, I talk about it all the time, don't I? When we do anything that triggers dopamine in our brains, it feels good. So guess what? We want to do more of it. Think about it this way. If we're grateful and we know that being grateful makes us feel better, we're more likely to repeat the behavior of looking for things to be grateful for. In this way, we're training ourselves to spike dopamine in our own brains. Again, this also works with exercise and getting things crossed off of our to-do list, those checklists that I was talking about, and of course, walking out in nature. Whatever makes us feel good causes us to spike the dopamine in our brains. So we just need to retrain our brains to repeat that which makes us feel good we need to establish these new habits. So let's go back to gratitude. If we pay attention to how we feel every time we express gratitude, then we learn to discover that, you know what, that feels really good in my body. Our brains are then going to seek out ways to be grateful because we want to feel that good feeling again. It's so much easier then to establish a habit this way. Why? Again, because we're in positive emotion. Negative emotion, it will never allow our ADHD brains to form a habit. We have to be in positive emotion. We have to feel good in order to establish any habit that we want to establish. Dr. Carrie Miller, who's a psychologist and also an ADHD expert, she tells us that gratitude also boosts the neurotransmitter serotonin. And that makes us feel happier and more confident. And just like dopamine, it helps us focus even better. And it's even crazy that you don't even have to actually think of things you're grateful for to increase your brain serotonin. You just have to try and think of things that you're grateful for to trigger that release of serotonin. Isn't that insane? Of course, the more things you come up with that you're grateful for, then of course, the more serotonin you will release. You know, whatever we focus on, we talk about this a lot, right? Whatever we focus on, it just gets bigger. So if we focus on good stuff, what's worked, our strengths, what feels good, that gets bigger. But if we focus on everything that is wrong with our lives, whether that's our work, our health, our relationships, whatever it is, that's just going to get bigger. And as we've discussed many times, Why is it so much easier for our ADHD brains to glob onto the bad? Literally, we'll have a day where everything is going right, and then one little tiny thing doesn't go the way we'd like it to go, and what do we focus on? That bad thing, right? Remember, it takes five good things to combat that one bad thing. Bad, especially in our brains, it's just plain stickier than good. Now, when we express gratitude for what we have, instead of complaining about what we don't have or what isn't going right, we 
we see our life as rife with opportunity. We're making a concerted effort to insert a pause in our day. And we know we're not good at pausing, right? We just move through life and don't really slow down to pay attention and look for those things that make us feel good, to look for those things that make us grateful to be alive. I'm sorry, but there is always something to be grateful for. You know, I have a lovely friend named Marla, who's also ADHD, and she's a wife and a mother and a business owner, but she's also managing metastatic breast cancer. And sometimes I see what she is going through and it literally takes my breath away. Yet she manages it all with such incredible grace. It's so inspiring to watch her. She's always thinking of other people. She's always talking about starting a new business. In fact, I had a conversation with her um, a couple weeks ago because she wanted to start a podcast to help other women who have just been diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer. You know, what I noticed the most about Marla, however, is just how grateful she is to just be alive. Every day she treats as a blessing. And I know a lot of women who have never had to work through a serious challenge. They don't have to worry about finances. They can do whatever they want, yet all they can do is play the victim and complain about everything that's wrong with their life. Yet they're unwilling to do anything to make things better. They just want to complain. And that's because they don't have a practice of gratitude. And sadly, they make everyone else around them less happy too. So guess what? People don't really like being around them. Gratitude, it's truly a gift that you give to others. It inspires people and makes them want to be around you. Look, things can always be just a bit better. I'm not a Pollyanna. Ah, I kind of am, huh? But we all know that things can always be a bit better. But really, to be on this earth at this time with the opportunities we have, we're just so damn lucky. And I think Thanksgiving is the perfect time to start a practice of gratitude. So how can we do this? Well, the first thing I did a couple of years ago is I got a gratitude journal. I use the five-minute journal, and I'm going to post the link in the show notes, and I love this journal. In fact, I haven't been journaling in a while, so I pulled it out, and I started again because of this podcast. <laughs> so the link, again, will be in the show notes. And the reason why I love this five-minute journal so much is I thought it played really well with my ADHD brain because it was so simple. And I loved that it gave me prompts. And so the prompts go like this. The first thing in the morning, what you do is you write three things that you're grateful for. I don't even get out of bed. I literally have it by my nightstand with a pen. And before I get out of bed, I write these things down. Three things that I'm grateful for. I write what would make my day today great. And then I include a daily I am affirmation. I mean, it could be anything. I'm moving beyond what I thought was possible. I am successful at everything that I do. I am worthy of a grateful, of a great life. I am grateful. That would be a great one, right? Then at the end of the day, you share three things that happened in your day. So it's, it's kind of nice too, because you also then have a journal of what was going on in your life at that time. And then you include one um, comment about how you could have made your day even better. I just love this journal because starting and ending my day with gratitude 
really makes a difference because it means that I start and end my day in what? Yep, positive emotion. Again, I know that if I'm not in positive emotion, I can't get anything done. Procrastination coach and psychiatrist and friend, Dr. Christina Lee, often says, we need to feel well in order to do well. And feeling well only comes about with positive emotion. So for many of us with ADHD, we're also, we're just so hard on ourselves, right? We're critical of our achievements. We never feel like we're doing enough. We're terrible at acknowledging what we've done well in the past and what we're doing well right now. Beyond that, our working memory sucks. So we often, we can't remember all the good things that happened in our day. But we seem to remember the not so good quite readily, don't we? Well, to combat that, I keep a positive emotion dossier. That's what I call it. I developed it actually for um, my system, Your ADHD Brain is A-OK. Actually, I developed it for cartography, but then we called it a better than a martini feeling. And so basically what the positive emotion dossier is, it's a list of the things that I remember since I was a child that made me really proud of myself. And I try to add to it every week. That way, when I'm feeling down, when I'm not very grateful, when I'm feeling a little sorry for myself and like I cannot do anything right, I can pull out my positive emotion dossier and I can say, look, Tracy, you're wrong. Here's a list of all the incredibly impressive and wonderful things you've done in your life. Anything that makes me feel good, no matter how small, anything that makes me feel proud, it goes in my positive emotion dossier. And I put it in a plastic sleeve. It's within arm's reach on my desk. So I never, ever forget just how much I have to feel grateful for. Another thing you can do if you have kids, I remember doing this when my kids were younger, is you can talk about what you're grateful for at dinner time. I think it's a wonderful practice and it really gets kids to think about all the wonderful things that they have going on in their lives. Last year before Thanksgiving, I also did this and it was so helpful. I read a book called 29 Gifts by Cami Walker. Now, you need to know, I am not a big holiday person. And so I was in a bit of a scroogey mood heading into Christmas. And so I decided to follow Cami Walker's prescription. So this is what I did. I was supposed to give a gift to someone every day for 29 days in a row. It could be a physical gift. It could be a gift of my time. I remember paying for the Starbucks order for the guy that was behind me in the drive-thru. It could even be thanking someone for their extra effort, just acknowledging them. I remember I got really creative and it was super fun. But even more important than the gifts that I gave were the fact that every single day, I also had to give a gift to myself. And that gift was to acknowledge a gift that I had received from someone else. It was a wonderful way to practice gratitude because it made me stop and pause and see the little blessings in everyday things that I would have just blown through at another time. It made me pause. So I'm also going to share with you Abraham Hicks. And you've probably heard me talk about Abraham Hicks. So Esther Hicks, who's related to Abraham Hicks, and I'm not going to tell you anymore because then you're going to say, oh my God, that's so woo, I can't do it. (laughs) And I don't want you to do that. But Esther Hicks literally changed my life. 
you know, I just started one morning. I can't remember who told me about her, but I just started by listening to her free YouTube channel every morning for 20 minutes during my workout. And this was probably, I don't know, four years ago. And I have to tell you, it's all totally woo. <laughs> but by listening to Esther, I learned that everything starts with your thoughts. So if you feel bad and ungrateful and like nothing is working, it's because that's what you're thinking. It doesn't mean that that's actually true. So you need to change your thoughts because your thoughts determine how you feel. And of course, how you feel determines your actions. And then finally, your actions determine your results. And again, it's just a big cycle. So if you're feeling bad, if you're feeling crappy, start by analyzing and looking at what am I thinking that's making me feel this way and choose thoughts that make you feel better. Now, I'm at the point where I've trained myself. When I feel myself getting anxious, when I feel myself getting down or stressed or overwhelmed, I can tell that I'm thinking entirely negative thoughts. So the first thing I do is I get out my notebook and I start writing everything I'm grateful for, right? Then I pull out my positive emotion dossier and I look, is there anything on my list of what I'm grateful for right here and now that I can move over to my positive emotion dossier? The thing is that you have to pay attention to how you feel in order for gratitude to work. The goal is to train your brain so that you know that when you're not feeling good, you can actually do something to flip that switch and feel better. That something starts with expressing gratitude. I mean, it almost immediately makes me feel better. You cannot practice gratitude in a vacuum mindlessly. You always have to pay attention to what is it that makes you feel good? What is it that makes you feel even better than good? In this way, you are literally able to spike your own dopamine when you need it. And in this way, you can actually control your mood. Now, the only caveat I have to say, or I have to tell you, is from my good friend, psychotherapist Perry Jansen, who taught me that if there's trauma, if you're dealing with severe trauma, you'll need to do more than just take on a gratitude journal. You know, I mean, taking on a gratitude journal is better than not doing anything, but you really need to work through that trauma first before you can start to build and grow from there and really start feeling good about your life. So anyway, that's what I have for you this week. But before I go, I just want you to know how grateful I am to share what I learn about my ADHD every week with you. You know, I get messages daily from listeners who thank me for making a difference in their life. And I can't tell you how much those messages mean to me. But I have to tell you, that this podcast, it's literally changed my life. It has taught me so much about myself and so much about ADHD. And with that, without you, you know, who keep me accountable every single week, I wouldn't be able to do this. So if you're in the States, thank you so much and happy Thanksgiving. And if you're not in the States, thank you so much. I'm so grateful and happy November. As always, you're listening to ADHD for Smartass Women. If you've been listening to me for a while, I would really appreciate a review. It's super simple to do. If you're on the iTunes platform, just scroll down to the bottom and click on the stars. I think they're now calling it Apple, the Apple platform. 
Apple Podcast, Apple, Apple Podcast. I don't know. My brain's not cooperating. <laughs> I'll find it and I'll, I'll stick it in the show notes too. Anyway, if you'd like to know more about me, our patent pending system that teaches you how to figure out which of the many interests you have is the one that you should actually pursue. Or if you have a comment, a guest you'd like me to interview, or a topic idea for this podcast, go to my website at tracyoutsuka.com and click on podcast in the navigation bar. You'll see a microphone to your right where you can leave me an audio message. You can also reach out to me at tracyoutsuka.com. Thanks for listening, and I will see you here next week. You've been listening to the ADHD for Smartass Women podcast. I'm your host, Tracy Atsuka, and we're available on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and Google Play. If you liked what you heard, we sure would appreciate a review. And not coincidentally, ADHD for Smartass Women, well, that's also the name of our free Facebook group. Go look it up. We're a totally smart-ass community of successful, ambitious women who share our ADHD wins, questions, and workarounds. We'd love to have you join us. You can also find all my details over at tracyoutsuka.com. Don't forget, I spy a happier life for us, and I'll see you again next week.